episodes where I take a second to take a break from the conversations and collect some thoughts and some ideas um, and some information um, both for myself and for y'all who are listening. Um, I'm changing it up a little bit. Um, I had a revelation the other day about maybe a better use of this space and a better way to structure it in these sorts of episodes so it'll be the new format is more rex more rex which will be five recommendations um from things in my life um art that i like of various sorts um probably some poetry uh of course and and music and all that kind of stuff but then also knowing me there'll be some disc golf in there there'll also be some local recommendations for the Elwood listeners, uh, that kind of stuff. And then there'll be a section called Things I've Learned Lately, where I just um, share four things that I am fascinated by um, that I've learned lately that I think you should know. And then I'll read uh, three excerpts from my journal. Um, it's often a place where I put funny stories or questions I have or things like that. So uh, probably more of the long of the storytelling side of that um, avenue. And then I'll do uh, two quotes that matter, quotes that I've intersected between the last interstitial episode and this um, that I think are important for the thinking we're doing in both in this podcast and hopefully out in the world. And then I'll finish with a poem, reading a poem that I've read lately that means a lot to me that I think could mean a lot to you. Um, yeah, so... Here we are in 2021, you know, the time has changed, the president has changed, but a lot are still the same, we're still hurting in a lot of similar ways, still have a lot of the same questions, um, even though some more answers and some more possibilities are being presented to us, hopefully every day. So I hope you're doing well, I hope you're 
engaging in, in good thinking. I hope you're finding a support system that encourages you to be your best self. And I'm trying to do the same. If you have anything to say or any questions or anything like that, feel free to drop a line on the on the anchor page for this podcast. And there's a little message button there. And I'll be sure to include that in the next interstitial episode. Until then, please uh, subscribe, share this, anything like that that you find interesting. Um, And as always, I wish you warmth and I wish you happiness. Five more wrecks, more wrecks. First thing I want to recommend is an Instagram account called Poetry is Not a Luxury. Each morning I've been trying to um, start my day the same way, just kind of from this grounded place that gets my brain working before I really unleash my body on the world. And so I think about something I'm grateful for and write it down on a, on a sticky note. I do a Sudoku puzzle, and I've also been getting the habit of reading five or so poems, um, specifically coming from this Instagram account, Poetry is Not a Luxury. I don't know who runs it. I don't know what the the quote-unquote purpose of it is or anything like that. Then there's not really a inherent structure to it. It just seems like a person, as they are going through the world, reading a lot of poems, posting pictures of poems they like um, for us to follow along with, and that is something I really value. Um, and so... Each morning, you know, I'm reading five or so of those, and it's just really giving me a great way to start the day, um, starting my brain off uh, in a creative um, way that's really engaged with language in the way that I hope to live all of my days. Um, For my disc golf friends, um, I want to recommend a disc. Um, I'm in love with The Wave from MVP. It's a um, a distance driver, I believe it's like an 11 speed, um, and I'm not big on the numbers and all that, I'm, my thing is about how, is just like, how does it fly for me, and this has been a disc, um, I have a couple, I have a low, um, weight one, and a regular weight one, um, like a 171, the low weight one's like 160, um, I like the 161 to throw out big S-curve, uh, shots on, on more open holes, and then, but the 171 one I uh, use a lot in most rounds as something that's, that I can throw re- really super straight, and then that will finish nice and left for me as a right-handed backhand player. Um, so if if you're looking to get into an MVP, um, if you're looking to get into an MVP disc um, as a driver, it's, I think it's a really good place to start for anyone of any skill level. Um, it's a really, um, it's a good disc for, uh, shaping your own shot. So, there's that. Um, the third thing would be, I've been reading, um, Everything is Spiritual by Rob Bell. And, yes, I'm an atheist, a secular humanist, and yes, uh, Rob is a Christian and a, and a pastor. Um, but, I think what, at the heart of Rob's message, um, which is, really uh, summed up well by the subtitle of the book, which is Who We Are and What We're Doing Here, is that there's a sense that there's something bigger going on 
and that he relates that to spirituality um, here in the world. And even though I don't believe that is in some sort of higher power per se, it is clear um, through the energy forces of the world um, that something is going on. And so it's really a wonderful book about his journey um, figuring out and igniting and reigniting and coming to terms with his own spirituality um, and how he kind of sees his place in the world and thus reflected back to us how we might see our own. So especially for my Christian friends looking for maybe a less fundamentalist, a more um, holistic, a more story-driven sense of spirituality, it might be something to check out. Um, fourth, I think I've recommended it before, but I'm doing it again. Uh, when my buddy Clark, uh, my friends Clark and Sarah were here recently, who have both been on this podcast, uh, I took them up to the Bad Dad Brewing in Fairmount, which is a good, which is just a little 15 minute jaunt from Elwood, and just to have have something like this so nearby is so beautiful. You know, when I left Austin, everyone was like, "Oh, you're gonna miss all these things. You're gonna miss," you know. And I found most of them, you know, I have great disc golf courses, I have, I, I can have access um, to good bookstores in some of the larger cities not too far away um, for little weekend trips and such. And the same way with good breweries and good food, um, and this one does both. They have incredible pizza um, and some really great beer if you're into that. So... I highly recommend going up there. Sundays are great if you want to just check it out and try it out. You get, it's 30 bucks and you get two pizzas and a pitcher of beer, which is a really great deal, especially for how um, fine of quality their stuff is. Um, I like the Canadian A pizza, um, and I'm a big fan um, of all their beers, honestly, but they're, they have a IPA. Um, which the name is escaping me right now, but it's their like house IPA. Um, you should check out. And then last but not least, if um, if you haven't heard the Phenom singer uh, songwriter Phoebe Bridgers, I would highly recommend checking out. If you're listening to this right now, um, at this this episode will come out the day after she hosts SNL. Um, and, I'm sorry, it doesn't host SNL, but she'll perform on SNL, and no doubt, it'll be a memorable performance, uh, she's did several from-home performances for the different late-night shows, and they were all very creative and very, um, in line with Phoebe, just kind of brooding, young, um, making music in her, in her apartment kind of vibe, and, and making music with her friends. I love her collaboration called Better Oblivion Community Center. Um, their album that she did with uh, Connor Oberst. Um, I was fascinated by her willingness and her openness in doing um, a Playboy spread in an interview. Yeah, so she's just constantly fascinating me on how um, open and brave she is what, uh, in such a vulnerable beautiful way. So yeah, so check those things out.
four things I've learned lately. So it sounds odd, but the first thing I've learned lately um, came from a book about Christianity and about spirituality, the aforementioned Rob Bell book, Everything is Spiritual. Uh, and Rob, one of the great things is his enthusiasm and his awe of the world is encompassed uh, is through the lens of Christianity, but is enco- encompasses things like science, um, which is refreshing and very reasonable. And one of the things he talks about in this is that there are still so many great mysteries we uh, we don't know about, and one of them is that there are these particles and these atoms, right? And we and we see them, and they somehow seem to some of them will travel, and we won't know the path they travel. They'll end up in one place without traveling the distance to that place from their starting point. Or there's particles and atoms that seem to take um, all the possible routes, but then only when observed take a specific can be observed taking a specific route and these kind of so small about how many millions of atoms and particles we're made of this desk is made of this microphone is made of my dog is made of um the the single hair on my dog is made of all those things that kind of minutia of it is just so fascinating um and it's one of the reasons why i think that everyone regardless of religious identification and beliefs should be astounded by the world and should try to learn as much about the world as they can and want to. Um, Yeah. Um, Another thing that I've learned recently is that it's from an article um, on Bipolar Hope magazine, which is uh, bphope.com, which is a resource that, as someone with bipolar disorder, I find very helpful. and, but in a recent article about marriage uh, and relationships regarding bipolar, is that there's, and this is from like 2006, but still it applies, there's a 90% divorce rate um, for folks with bipolar disorder. And so I'm at 100% myself, so I guess it makes me feel a little less bad. Uh, and then, you know, someone told me like, well, you should take that with a grain of salt or, like, don't let that get you down. And I get that. But it also, more than getting me down, it also just helps me know that the struggle is, my struggle is real and is valid and that um, other folks have gone through it. And 10% of folks have figured it out in some way or another. Um, and, yeah, it gives me something to shoot for and to be aware of. Um, the third thing I'd like to tell you about is I learned about a very inspiring person um, named Don Shin. He's a 100-year-old man out in California, and he has been honored recently in the disc golf community because he plays every day. He plays with one disc, the Mamba. They call him Mr. Mamba, and Innova, the disc, the one of the leading disc golf disc manufacturer, um, made a special edition Mr. Mamba disc for Don. Um, yeah, and he plays every day, and he holds the record for the longest throw by someone over 100. Um, probably not surprisingly, but I think he also holds for the 90- and 95-year-old categories as well. Um, yeah, and as someone who, for a long time, wasn't sure I'd make it to the age of 30, and now is hoping just to make it to 50, the idea of 
being a hundred and playing disc golf is just, you know, speaking of being in awe of the world, is just really awesome and beautiful. So, shout out to Don. Um, and last but not least, we recently had the 15 year anniversary of Kobe Bryant's 81 point game against the Toronto Raptors. And, you know, I've talked elsewhere and I'm happy to talk about it about the, you know, the difficult legacy of Kobe, especially in the wake of his um, tragic death. But this achievement uh, is really incredible as a basketball fan. And I think. I think the theme of this section right now and this episode in general is just being in awe of the accomplishments of other people. And it would be hard, I would find it hard to look at something like someone scoring 81 points, which is the second most points anyone's ever scored in an NBA game um, behind the 100 Wilt Chamberlain supposedly scored way back when. Um, yeah, and not be in awe of someone's fortitude and gusto for making that happen um and i think it just is it's very fitting that it's kobe all right um if you have anything awesome that you've learned leave us a message on uh, the anchor page you can leave a minute long message or shoot me an email at gobble.tyler at gmail.com about something you've learned and i would love to hear about it thank you Three things from my journal. The first one. I'm just minding my own business watching the NBA smorgasbord of Christmas Day games when all of a sudden I hear it. The worst thing a commercial has ever leaked out. Quote, I believe love is a heart thing. What the hell? Let me remind you, that is the best they got out of this dingus from The Bachelor. I believe love is a heart thing. Yes, and you might also believe that milk is a dairy product, a watch and efficient way to tell time. Just say what you want to say. I'm here for the booty and the cash. Thing is, love isn't a heart thing. It's a mind thing. Just like zipping your pants, doing a crossword puzzle, and that vague memory I have of the babysitter touching my penis. I want to take a poll of Americans awash in all this Valentine's Day pop music Love lives in my heart bullshit to see how many actually believe emotions like love live in the heart. Second one. I saw a product the other day called Nut Pods. Yeah, I like to imagine someone came into a pitch meeting, stoked to fan out his hands and say, Nut Pods. Nut Pods, which of course is a small milk carton containing nut-based creamer for your coffee. The genius says, uh, genius, says all the dumb guys in the room. The one lady in the room, probably some underappreciated, overly gawked-at gal named Gloria, writes a single note on her yellow pad. Nut Pod, dot dot dot, synonym for ball sack. But decides to keep it to herself covering your writing with one hand and her mouth with the other, giggling at these idiots' enthusiasm for nut pods. The guys just look like her like she's the idiot. 
last one. I make a smoothie every morning, a banana, almond milk. Yeah, I know it's bad for the planet. And this superfoods powder that probably is scam and or giving me stomach cancer. I like to drink it on the go, so I put it in this tin cup I have. I probably should explain. I have nowhere to go. So when I say on the go, I mean I walk around my house, looking out the various windows, revisiting the pictures on the wall. My mustache got longer recently, and smoothie streaks would clump in it, and as I walked and mumbled to the dog, it would drip onto my shirt. And here is how much of a dingus I am. It took me four days of sip and drip, four days of having to change my shirt of the day at 9 a.m. before I thought, dang, I need to do something about this. This is all to tell you I'm now drinking my morning smoothies out of a straw, but don't worry, you earth nuts. It is a reusable metal straw, and I haven't changed my shirt in weeks. Two quotes that matter. Every disagreement doesn't have to be a cause for total war. Joe Biden in his inauguration speech. The problem with social media is that it gives people the chance to be the worst version of themselves and then rewards them with the attention of other people who are doing the same. John Acuff on Twitter. Gone is Gone by Mark Wunderlich for Lucy Brock Broido. I was there at the edge of never, of once been, bearing the night's hide stretched across the night sky, awake with myself disappointing myself, armed leg and torsoed in the bed, my head occupied by enemy forces, mine not lost entire, but wandering off the marked path ill-advisedly. This March, Lucy up and died, and the funny show of her smoky-throated world began to fade. I didn't know how much of me was made by her, but now I know that this spooky art in which we staple a thing to our best sketch of a thing was done under her direction. And here I am, at 4 a.m., scratching a green pen over a notebook bound in red leather in October. It's too warm for a fire. She'd hate that. And the cats appear here only as apparitions. I glimpse sleeping in a chair. Then, woen bis du intenschwuden. I wise up, know their likenesses are only inked on my shoulder skin. Their chipped ash poured in twin cinerary jars downstairs. Gone is gone, said the goose to the shrunken boy in the mean-spirited Swedish children's book. I love. I shouldn't be writing this at this age or any other. She mothered a part of me that needed that, lit a spirit lantern to spin shapes inside my obituary head, even though I'm nearly certain now she's dead. Here's the time for gratitude. Thank you to Landon Caldwell 
slash Creeping Pink for the use of his song, uh, Free Yourself, to start off this podcast each and every episode. Thank you to my Patreon supporters, um, Enrique Lozano and Paz Pardo, Terry Tan and Billy Burkert, uh, Josh Caldwell, Heather Collier, and uh, Morgan Jackman and family. Um, I appreciate your support of all my work through being a Patreon supporter. Um, if anyone else would like to be a Patreon supporter, it's patreon.com slash yourbuddytgob. And thank you to all of y'all for listening. Please subscribe.